Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 178. Today is Monday, October 11th, 2021. I feel just lucky and blessed to be with you guys here again for one more day. Last week was a full week. We did five shows. Um, and you know what's funny? After, after doing five shows, and I don't know if you guys can tell, I mean, I, I try to put on a good show. I put I put my heart into these things. After five of these, I definitely felt like uh, I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad to get a little breather. But now by Monday, I am ready to roll. I'm back in the saddle. I missed you guys. This is pretty much my every Monday morning is I already, I, I'm so glad just to be back doing this. So hello to everybody. I missed you. I hope you had a good weekend. I'll talk about my weekend a little bit. Some of you know, uh, some of you folks that are, you know, really, you follow me on the socials, maybe. Maybe that's how you know what I'm up to. Anyway, some of you folks will know that I did another camping trip this weekend. There's, at my church, there's a very strong uh, scouting presence. I don't know exactly why that is. I don't know if it's maybe a normal scouting presence. Maybe most Catholic churches have a bunch of scouts. I'm not entirely sure, but there's a bunch of little boy scouts and and cubs. I guess the, the real dinky dudes are called cub scouts. And then if they get a little older, then they're boy scouts. Anyway, big group of them. We all went camping. It was so much fun. I am lucky enough. I get... Uh, you know, asked to volunteer at these sorts of things all the time, and I'm more than happy to do it. It gives me something to do. Of course, I know all these families at my church, and it's it's one big love fest, so it's super fun. But uh, think about the big diesel camping with... A, now, what we did is primitive camping, which I did not read the memo too well. You guys know that uh, usually... Usually what I do is I camp in the Bambalance. I'm a weirdo. I bought an ambulance because I'm fancy, fancy. And uh, and you can carry a lot of gear, and it's already wired for shore power, etc., etc. And so I roll up in my Bambalance. Well, I didn't read the finer print on this camping trip. And the whole idea for this camping trip is we're going primitive. It's tent camping. Tent camping. Good morning to uh, everyone in the live stream, by the way. Let me just take a moment. Welcome to the Chicago Tony V Show. We're recording the podcast right now as we speak. We do this every Monday morning live on Reddit, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're interested in listening to other shows, look it up on one of the, what are they, podcatchers? Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever you use, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it turns out I'm looking at a primitive camping situation, okay? Now, the good thing is because I roll around in my Bambalance, it's stocked with stuff, and one of the things is a tent, right? So I had I had uh, entry, tent. I have a tent, right? I just keep it in. I have so much space in my ambulance, it's not even funny. So anyway, so I got a tent, and so I'm good to go. We were in uh, there all told. It was like it was like putting up a little tent city. It was so fun. There had to be, I don't know, 
I'll bet 25 tents easy. How many kids? I don't know, 100 kids? Lots of kids running around having fun. Now, what I didn't have is like an air mattress or anything like that. Normally, I'm sleeping in the Bambalance. I got, I got a setup, you know, not set up for tent camping. Now, I do have air mattresses if I were tent camping, but it just so happens I didn't have the gosh, I didn't have them packed in the Bambalance. I don't know why they were s stuck in a closet at home or something like that. So now the big diesel of my age, the ripe old age of 51, I'm laying down there in a, in a tent on the ground, on the ground. And I thought to myself, yeah, several thoughts. I just thought, you know what? What the hell do I care? I should get up out of here, go lay down in the Bambalance, and I'm good to go. But for some reason, I felt like it's like if if all these kids are doing this to get whatever it is, their badges and all that stuff, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bail on this. I'm gonna be legit. I'm gonna lay in my gosh darn tent that I'm not prepared to sleep in, and I'm just gonna sleep in there. So that's what I did. But I also thought about the old days. Like, I was laying on the ground. Now, of course, I had the, the tent, of course, has a floor in it. Thank Christ. Right? So at least I'm keeping the bugs out and all that stuff. Now, I did have a sleeping bag underneath me, I guess. And I laid there thinking, this is at least standard to probably what it was for uh, all of the, let's say the Wild West, etc., etc., right? I had, I had just as good, probably better of a, what would you call that? Quote unquote bedroll back in the Wild West. This is what everyone would have done only under the stars, probably not tents. So I'm laying there thinking, suck it up. I have no right to complain. But holy hell. Now here's the difference. Okay, back in the Wild West, let's say let's say early 1800s, something like that. Now the difference is back then those dudes this now work with follow me here. This is going to make sense. Those dudes back then didn't have uh they didn't have count chocula. They didn't have zebra cakes. They didn't have, you know, Papa John's, right? All these things, this frankenfood, uh, putting uh, extra weight on uh, uh, people of our era. And this just in, I happen to be one of those people. So those cowboys way back in the Wild West, all right, they're carrying around what? 100 pounds less than I am? So I conjecture that had I not been doing all the Count Chocolate Zebra Cakes, etc. Um, it might be a more comfortable sleep, but uh, needless to say, Saturday evening, I don't think I slept at all. I laid on the ground and I thought about, uh, my life sucks, I can't wait for this to be over. Uh, John Eds one says, a rollout foam mat is enough. All beds can get cold, uh, transmit cold from the ground. Yeah, boy, what I wouldn't have given for just something, just a rollout something, a little foam something, I don't know, but I was, I just had nothing. Just had nothing going on. Nothing going on. Hello to all these new people. Welcome to the show. Um, 
Oh, Kevin from The Office. I haven't seen that one in a while. Emperor Time 187. Good morning. Uh, let's see. Gosh, here's a Reddit name. I can't read, so I'm just going to pass over that. John Ed's one. Basic camping is cheap and easy. I will say, you know, the simplicity of it. And there's there's nothing like in a tent. I haven't been in a tent in a while. And I had to admit, laying there, it's like, oh my gosh, just the sound. The fresh air. You hear all the crickets. You hear... There's something, too, when you're camping. Um, there's something about the uh, kids kids having fun and when they get in a group and you see this at campgrounds when you go camping at campgrounds the kids run around like packs of wild wolves and stuff and the kid the the kids over the weekend they were just just screaming just screaming in the night that's the sound of them having fun again you know they're running around playing freeze tag they're they're, uh, they're throwing footballs around. They're throwing Frisbees around. They're just out of their minds, running around, having fun. And just the sound of it was just lovely. It was just this... Uh, I've always been an auditory person anyway. And it's so funny. Like, on one level, you would think... I guess to hear all this screaming and whatever, it's like it, it, you would think that, uh, you know... Genghis Khan had just showed up to the campsite and was uh, burning down the tents, you know? No, but it's a, these shrieks from the kids, it's a sound of, it's fun. I don't know, they're, they're having fun. <laughs> they just, they just can't help but just scream as they run, you know, run around. Hilarious. Today's Columbus Day, I did totally forget that. Um... This is a. Is, are, are any of you guys impressed that I'm that I'm doing this uh, on a on a holiday? Don't be too impressed because I forgot today was a holiday anyway, and I don't really you know work a standard job, so I'm oblivious to all that stuff. Robo says, Tony, there's over three thousand watchers. Not anymore, Robocat. I apparently they don't like uh, my camping stories. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, let's see. Yes, roll out a roll a rollout foam is is enough, John. You're right. That would have been really nice. Like a bedroll, anything would have been nice. I had nothing. I did have a little sliver of sleeping bag underneath me. Whatever. Whatever. Welcome to the show, eight weight. So you guys should know today's gonna be an interesting show. I'm assuming that um our own Yak Horseman is in the live stream somewhere. And recently I watched that latest Bond movie, No Time to Die. And I actually had a reaction to it. I mean, you go to a Bond movie and you think, well, you know what you're going to get, you know? Well, it was a little different from any other Bond movie I had watched. And I actually reached out to Yak because I figure Yak's in the movie business. I figure Yak has probably seen it. I reached out to him and said, uh, you know, what What the hell? What the hell did I just watch? And um, of course he had watched it because Yak is a pro. Yak, if you want to call in, buddy, let's talk about this movie and see what we got. Let's see. 
what this is a very lively comment section it's so hard for me to like talk and catch up with it i love how salty says don't scare him i noticed or i noticed almost right at the top of the show we whatever we must have hit the front of reddit or whatever um yeah <laughs> so yak do you need the phone number let me put it up there I don't even know if Yak is in here. It would be hilarious if he's not because we texted. We texted. Whatever. Maybe not. We Twittered. I don't know. DM'd. I have too much technology going on. Oh, Haley's in the house. Good morning, Haley, dear. How are you? Good to see you. Haley is the silky smooth voice of the Podcast 27 podcast. You can find her on Twitter at Podcast27. Still to this day, Haley is one of the earliest uh, podcasts that I listened to. And I, still to this day, it's one of the most silky smooth voices in podcasting. She could do like voiceovers. No problem. This would be so epic if Yak hoses me on this thing. Truly epic. What's funny is somewhere in here, I probably have Yak's phone number. I don't think I have it labeled, though. Missouri. Um, Haley, do you have your Halloween costume figured out yet? I was thinking about setting up some of the kids in my neighborhood because some kids are unsure, like, what they want to do. And... It's like, I might buy him some uh, Chicago Tony V get-ups. <laughs> but I don't want to push it, right? I don't want the parents in my neighborhood to really become fully aware of my show just be just because of some alleged, you know, things that allegedly for entertainment purposes happened in the past. I don't want to be kicked out of my neighborhood. It's still to be determined for Haley. I'm trying to remember, you posted some ideas on Twitter. I think with the volume of interaction, I don't know about you, Haley, and really, and everyone else, with all the interactions that we do, all the stuff that we're on, it's, it's almost like too much. I can't remember who said what, what platform we were on, and especially for me, I can't remember what I said during the show. I can't remember what I said outside of the confines of the show. So it's like, am I repeating myself on the show? I don't know. It's quite a pickle. But I guess these are first world problems, right? So th this is now we get to witness me stretching while while the uh, while the ever interesting Yak Horseman maybe gets his shit together or maybe he's just sitting there watching me twist in the wind eight wait oh good joke the psychiatrist says i see your problem i believe you are two tenths t-e-n-t-s very good Haley, how's the podcast going are you i i feel like i have so many podcasting friends these days that are getting a little burned out 
like our good friend, the great Tim McCarthy, he keeps he keeps hinting about it, like he's tired, he's burned out. Yet, I mean, like a like old faithful, he just keeps churning out stuff. Amber, I was just on Twitter with Yak before the show. Amber says he's probably sleeping. <laughs> this might be the most classic wind-up ever. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, I kind of tease Yak, you know, a little bit on the show. And uh, it would actually be totally epic if this is some sort of payback. I would actually have to really laugh about that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's uh, let's see. Where are we at? Seven seventeen in the morning. I'll tell you what. While we wait for the uh, very tall Yak Horseman to call in, let me shift gears and see what's in the mailbag. I'm gonna have to try to try to keep my eyes in two different places. Oh, Amber had the same re- same idea. She says, do mailbag. Here we go. Very, this might be the shortest letter ever. First letter. Dear Tony, what did you eat yesterday? This is from Ed from upstate New York. Uh, boy, probably I, I would be... Let's see. Do I even remember? Yesterday. Yesterday. What was yesterday? Sunday? Let's see. Did I go to breakfast somewhere? Oh, no, no. Came back from camping. That's right. Camping Saturday night. Drove back Sunday. Let's see. I know I I had a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh Uh-oh. Did I miss Tank's music homework? Can you post it again? I did. I did miss it. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. I had Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Then I got one of those uh, bacon, egg, and cheese wrap things. No, two of them. Full disclosure. Let's see. Other than that, I think yesterday was nondescript. I know I had some soup last night. Campbell's. Jazzy Jambalaya. How's that? My memory's my memory's coming back. It's not so bad. So that's what I ate yesterday. Surely I had more than that, though. Because my behavior... You have to work at it to stay fat, believe it or not. So surely I did something else in between. Let's see. Soup. Breakfast things. Haley says the burnout is hard. I'm pre-recording episodes to release for a rebrand for the show starting next month. A rebrand, that's super exciting. Seems like I have a few podcasting friends that are kind of trying the rebrand thing, doing the rebrand. I would love to, I'm excited to see what that's all about. That's very exciting. Kind of the thing that I'm working towards, and I, I better really get on it. Um, is uh, getting up on Twitch. Getting up on Twitch. So I'm going to start doing some stuff up on Twitch. Actually, Amber. 
you would know, or anyone that's a Twitch viewer, can I upload videos? In other words, not necessarily live stream, but just upload some stuff for it to almost be a Twitch exclusive. The reason I ask is I was thinking about putting a little content up there that just to get people to sign up, it interested pepperonis, you know, that are like uh, big fans. Tank's going to have some veal parm for lunch. So, Tank, I missed your music homework. Let's see if I can find it up here. This is quite the... This is quite the uh, comment section for this live stream. I don't know, Tank. I don't see it. Someone help, please. Please help me. All right, let's see. I can't remember what else I ate yesterday. Ed from upstate New York. All right, next letter. That's what we should do. Dear Tony, I've been thinking a lot about privacy lately. Do you think there should be a way for a person, if he or she chooses, to completely remove their online footprint? Like basically every online mention of them. I imagine some sort of personal doomsday button that someone could push to remove all internet evidence of them ever existing. Why hasn't someone invented that tech yet? Love the show. This is from Sharon K. Like, okay, Sharon, let me see if I remember you, or remember, let me see if I understand you correctly. You want the ability for someone to say, okay, I'm off Call the from. internet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee, Yak. How are you, buddy? Thank God for alarm clocks. <laughs> Yak, I just was DMing with you on Twitter just a little bit before the show started. Right? Oh, God. Did I imagine oh, okay. that? Uh, you know how I said I am the call in unless I get struck by a bolt of lightning or a meteor? Yes. Swear to God, meteor struck my house. <laughs> this is... Everybody, honest to God, this happened right before I went live. Yak and I had this interaction, and then he fell asleep. Yak, this is so revealing. Yak, let me just hang on there. Take a couple of sips of coffee or whatever you have in front of you while I actually finish this letter. Yeah, go ahead. So someone wants a... Someone has this idea of like a, a button they could push where... Any evidence of them ever existing gets removed from the internet. So I take that to mean like all comments on all the platforms, all their accounts, all their pictures, all their everything they've ever uploaded. Um, I would say, uh, I mean, my feeling and yeah, feel free to chime in if you want to, buddy. My feeling is that's, first of all, an impossibility. How could that tech exist? The only way you could do that is to take down the power grid, I think. But then that would just bring all of technology down to its knees. You can't, how could you get into multiple platforms and just delete everything you ever did? Seems impossible to me. Yak, do you agree? I do. I gave you all that time to think and you have a two word answer now, Yak? <laughs> I'm just what? kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. How, so were you up all night? What's the deal? No, I was not. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, it, it's not worth getting into. 
All right. Tank's uh, Tank's music homeward is three. Uh, homework is three little birds by Bob Marley. That is a fabulous jam. Do you know that one, Yak? Are you not? Tragically. Yeah. All right. Well, you got to look it up. That's that's why he's giving out homework. He's trying to save the children culturally. Uh, Bob Marley is tremendous, tremendous. All right, Yak Horseman. So I was telling the gang, you know, while while you were. Uh, sitting there dreaming of Swedish fish. I was telling the gang, I watched No Time to Die, the latest Bond film, and I came out of it with kind of some some feelings, right? And mm. I, I reached out to you because you're in the movie biz, and I figured maybe you had seen it already. And we went back and forth, and then, lo and behold, you're like, we should review it. I thought that was a tremendous, tremendous idea. Now, do you think we ought to say spoiler alert right now? Should we tell people if you intend to watch this movie that you we might ruin it for you? What do you think? I say this. Let's do a brief, just like, no spoiler. It's like, what did we think about the film without diving into the details? Okay, cool. And, th- and, then, and then we'll give people an, an off-ramp, and then we'll get into spoilers. We'll give them time to well, sh- shut everything off. Uh-huh. Okay. I think that's a great idea. All right. All right. Very good. Well, you've had time to think it through. What? Why don't you start, Yak? What do you think? So I thought it was, it's a long movie, but it didn't feel too long to me at least. Um, and I think, I think it was good. All the action was good. Uh, all the dialogue was good. There were some stupid lines, but the dialogue was good. I thought overall it was a pretty good movie. I just thought it was nothing special. I didn't think it did anything tremendously well. I didn't think it, for a send-off that it was supposed to be, as they tried to make it out to be in the in the press. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Uh, uh, you you think a, a send-off for the actor? Is that what you mean? Y- yeah, I mean like a send-off for like, hey, this is you know this is his last film. How, how it looks like this big action movie when it wasn't really more action filled than let's say uh skyfall or casino royale i can um, see that so it just really didn't feel like this big ultimate thing that they kind of tried to make it out to me and it was just like oh here's another james bond film yeah uh, pretty much pretty much action wise i would agree i i will say i believe that this particular bond villain was uh fairly dopey like i i was not i was not impressed by this villain i couldn't understand the guys i i mean i sort of got his motivation i guess but i Mm. I don't know he was he was just a not a very uh he was pretty two-dimensional i wanted to i wanted a little bit meatier of a character what did you think about the villain I, i i agree i really I really didn't understand what's the point to his whole thing. It was just like, okay. Like it, it, it felt like they were trying to make the new Bond with the, with the, like the new, more grittier Bond with the old kind of Looney Tunish Bond villain. Yes. Except they like, except they like switched the Bond villains like script for like, su- like super darkness. I, I can't, I can't really say like, I like, like something that's like super gritty but they try to make the character like a looney tunes bond 
Yes, I, I felt for sure. I felt like the bad guy. I, I felt like they were doing an homage, you know, to the the goofy. You know, the the there, there's like a stereotype Bond villain, right? Like Dr. Evil, right? Uh-huh. And I feel like this guy was an homage to that. Like he was too goofy. Like it kind of didn't fit. It was just too, mm. it, it was so stereotypical in a way, but then no, no texture, no, no panache. I think we're learning why I'm not a movie reviewer, Yak. Are you starting to get that idea? <laughs> hey, you, so far you have, have God, you have had some great uh, dialect choices. So uh, I, I think you're doing great. Oh, thank you. Okay. I uh, keep, keep up with the encouragement throughout this review. I actually, I, I think I need that sort of thing. Now, you know, you mentioned the press, what the, how the press had, had been framing this movie. Now I'm a guy, I don't, I don't watch uh, television. I don't read the papers. I don't, watch commercials i i just i watch nfl and pretty much colombo <laughs> a little bit more but so i have no idea how the press teed it up can you give us can you give me an idea so this is obvious because of the pandemic as well but like like this movie has been like advertised for like two years because <laughs> it, it was supposed to come out last year um but like real recently, it was like they released this video of Daniel Craig like talking on set about how this was like this great experience and how like it was gonna like oh it's gonna change the world of cinema and all these commercials like oh the wait is finally over the grand epic uh, end of Daniel Craig's James Bond like the end of his uh, of his what what five five film tenure as James Bond. Okay. And they just ramped it up like 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 everything was coming to close. They were gonna end all the storylines. It was gonna be like this big, big build up. And then it was just like, oh, this is just another James Bond film. Like they they could make a sequel to this one, and it'll be like, oh, okay, with, with Daniel Craig and continue it. Are you serious? I totally disagree. I kind of disagree. And actually, I think this this little thread of our discussion should be after our disclaimer. Okay. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's actually pick that up. Let's pick that up and go on. Tank has a great uh, line. He says the Freddie Mercury or was Freddie Mercury the villain? <laughs> he really did look like Freddie Mercury if you think about it. No well, mustache well, in that, though. In that Freddie Mercury movie, he was the one who played Freddie Mercury. Oh. Well, there you go. I never saw the Freddie Mercury movie. Me neither. I was too I was too big of a fan of uh, of Queen and Freddie Mercury too. I was the same way with the Ray Charles movie. Um, I I loved Ray Charles so much. I actually met him once um, that uh, I couldn't I couldn't make myself watch the movie. Um, now another big change, and I'm not giving any spoilers by this. I feel like the beginning of the movie. You know, bond with a with like a true girlfriend, basically, like in a true committed relationship. I which for me that's great. That's one of the things that I never liked about the whole Bond series is uh, he was always such a womanizer, and it's like 
that's not that's just a personal thing for me that's not how i'm wired so i would always have to just uh you know suffer through that for then all the action stuff that i wanted to see it was weird for me to see him in this committed thing now I haven't seen all the recent Bond movies, so maybe maybe that's been a trend already. Is that something that, like, has he had committed relationships in other movies? Not really. So that was kind of new uh, then, you agree? Uh, I, I, I also, I hate to jump in. I think my other problem is, I feel like this movie relied a little too much on the last movie, which... I really don't remember at all because it came out four years ago. Holy cow. Yeah, I like, wonder. I was like. Go ahead. I didn't I didn't watch this movie to, you know, sum it up. I don't care. Just but like they relied like a lot of information like uh, like um, Christoph Waltz character. He was from the last one. I don't remember like what he was doing or who he is. Interesting. But yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you if I saw the last one or not. I might have. I might not have. But this, the way he was kind of really, uh, how do I put it? Just tender to this girlfriend of his. In the beginning, to me, that was a much of a change, is enough of a change that I noticed it. And I was like, wow, this is, this is weird. This is different. The other thing is, and maybe this is just because of the actor's age, etc. but they, they did, I think, make it obvious that this is an aging character. Well, I mean, Bond was, at the start of the movie, he was, I mean, retired. Like, he wasn't even 007 any, anymore at the beginning uh -huh. of the movie. So, I don't know. It was kind of a passing of, of the guard for me. Uh, type of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, should we get into, should we, uh, but, but anyway, let, before we get into our spoiler section, you want to just give whatever, thumbs up, thumbs down, what did you think in general? I think, although parts of the movie really did fall flat for me, I think I still highly recommend you go see it, just because I mean, Bond films are going to come out for the rest of the time, but, uh, you know, it, it, they're always an experience like no other. It's always a crowd and environment that you can't replicate anywhere else. So, yes, I do recommend you go see it. That's, that's going to be a thumbs up from me, Cisco. What do you think, Ebert? <laughs> what, what did I just say? What did I just say? I don't know what I just said. It's going to be a thumbs up from me. What do you think, Cisco? <laughs> I said Ebert. I'm like, what? Well, I would rather not be compared to either of those dudes, to be totally honest. Um, let's see. I'm going to say thumbs up, too, because at the end of the day, this is still an extremely well-made movie. Extremely mm -hmm. well-made. Like, the, pe the people putting on this movie freaking know what they're doing. And I mean, so it looks just ultra-realistic. The whole thing is tremendously photogenic and just so well choreographed. I mean, as I said, the the villain is, you know, a little bit goofy, kind of a weird choice, kind of a weird, a little bit of a lacking storyline, a little bit. 
but it's still just on its own. It's an extremely well-made movie. So I, I also give it thumbs up. Um, yeah, we got a vote here in the com comment section for Roger Moore. Have you seen any Roger Moore Bond movies, Yak? I, I probably not. Oh I, my seen, goodness! I've just seen some. Um, what's his name? I've seen some Sean Connery and some. Who, who, who's the most recent one before Daniel Craig? What was his name? Um, that would be. Uh, uh, shit. Yeah, he's actually he's my favorite Bond too. I can't think of his name. Goldeneye. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies, whatever him. Right, yeah, I've seen some too. Yeah, that's my favorite Bond. That tells you how into movies and, and media I am. My favorite Bond, I can't even remember the actor's name. He was Remington Steele. I know that. At least I think I know that. I think his name was Charles. No, that doesn't sound no. right. <laughs> We're losing street cred very, very quickly. Yak. Wow. Pierce Brosnan, thank you, Amber Glow. Pierce. Pierce Brosnan. Charles Brosnan, close enough. <laughs> he's my favorite he's my favorite roger moore was iconic i think Th those were much more the roger moore movies were much more tongue-in-cheek and uh, uh you know sort of jokey and everything now let so let's let's draw our line in the sand yak let's say okay henceforth there's going to be some spoiler alerts um, yeah we're going to be talking some spoilers yeah there's going to be some spoilers for the for this bond movie um, so if you're going to watch it and if you need that, that sort of stuff, I can't believe I'm saying this as a podcaster, but it's like, shut it off. Stop listening. Only please don't, but just know there's some spoilers coming. Yak, let me get to the reason that I reached out to you. <laughs> okay. Because I think in one way, this is different from any other Bond film. And simply, yeah. and simply put, what other Bond film does he die in? I mean, he dies. So getting back to your point of they could easily make a sequel even with the same actor, I don't even see how that's possible. It, I, I, I was almost, I was about to say only if they found a way to resurrect him, but then I didn't want to say resurrect him. So I, I think they could bring him back only if they found a way to be like, oh, he was not killed by those bombs. Yeah, but remember, he had the plague, too. He had the... He had, but his plague would only affect the girl. Are you sure? Uh-huh. That, that, okay, that's why I'm, he didn't like want to live, because he would never get to see uh, Madeline. Oh, and, uh, I missed that. Matilda. Yeah, the, the weapon in this thing was uh, particularly evil, and I think, I think also, just given the um, the actual real life sort of uh, scenario we we have going on right now is that made it even a little bit more scary. Um, I think we're generally we're very well prepared as a society right now to be scared of a of an evil that we can't see. It's so microscopic that we can't see it, you know. And it's with you for life, right? Kind of scary, kind of scary. But yeah, this thing, I almost, I had this feeling, Yak, I came out of the movie and it's like, I want a refund. I was not prepared. I Who goes to a Bond movie thinking, yeah, he's going to die at the end? No. 
I can't I can't conceive of that. So it was kind of a rough one for me. Did you cry? No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I cry about stuff, but it's not going to be they killed James Bond. No. Hey, Ro- I- Ro- <laughs> Robo says there aren't any aliens in 007 movies, so I'm not interested. <laughs> she, she does like the alien stuff. Anyway, go ahead, Yak. What were you going to say? I will say, I, I thought I thought it was somber enough and bittersweet enough to make me care that he was about to get blown to smithereens. I just thought it was an odd choice. Because, I mean... But they didn't feel the need to kill Bond every time like an actor leaves. So it's not it's not necessary, right? I feel I feel like whoever wrote this one was like, oh, yes, he's leaving Bond. We gotta kill him. No, it's not not necessary, not essential. Uh, oh, I, I I'll go so far as to say, Yak, it, it can't be that. It can't be that the the writers thought, well, we're changing actors, so we gotta kill him. No, there is so, such a. Uh, history to bond it's just well understood all the bond fans understand well what you do is is you just bring in a new actor it's happened over Mm. and over and over so no this and that's one of the things that disturbed me is i came out of the thing thinking well this isn't about just changing the actor you know because they've done it over and over this is about this is something bigger picture and as i said i just wasn't prepared for that at all you go to a bond movie yak you kind of know what you're going to get, right? You still enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's like it's like going to uh it's like going to an ACDC concert. And uh you know, they start uh, playing folk music. It's like this isn't exactly. at all what I signed up for. And then at the end they don't even play Thunderstruck. There you go. Right. They play Kumbaya <laughs> instead or something like that. It's just the a total opposite of what you expected. So mm. I was just, it was jarring, I guess, in a way. I mean, it sounds to me like the the media buildup for this thing, I guess, gave hints that this is the there's a big change coming. I don't know. I think they they, they came out and said recently, like, hey, we won't even look to the next James Bond new or James Bond actor for like till next year. I'm just like, okay. Um, now I kind of have, uh, like no interest to watch this now that you killed, killed him. Uh, not really, but I just think it's very odd how they've done everything. Yeah. Um, I do too. I mean, they could always go kind of the prequel route. They could, you know, they, I mean, it's gotta be such uh-huh. a money making franchise that it's not like they're going to stop making bond movies, right? Yeah. That, they might never make, stop making bond movies. But people might stop going to see Bond movies. <laughs> yeah, that that's where uh, that, that that that's where they uh, you know they get you. I suppose so. I suppose so. I don't know. One of those deals, Yak. But uh, are there? So with your job, Yak, do you watch? Do you watch? You must watch a ton of movies, right? Not really. Really. Um, I, I actually wasn't planning on seeing the Bond film this weekend, but then I was like, oh, we should do this fun little review thing. So um, on Sunday, I got in contact with a friend of mine. Um, I was like, hey, you want to go see this Bond film? I was like, he was like, yeah. So 
we go up and he's already seen it. Um, so we go up. Um, I'm a little late, so he pick up, picks up the tickets that are free. And we go in to the theater, and it's already started. I'm like, oh, okay, I missed the opening. So we watch, we watch, and then as we're going to the third act, and, like, James Bond is now alone on, like, the island, I'm going, you know, this is odd, because there's a bunch of footage from the trailer that hasn't happened yet, and we're going into the final act of this movie. And it was because my friend led me into the wrong theater, and I missed about the first 45 minutes of this movie. Are you serious? Yeah. So I was like, All right, I'm going to real stealthily look at this ticket with my phone's light. Look at it. It says 1230, no time to die, theater six. I'm in theater one. <laughs> I'm looking I'm, I'm, I'm looking at down at it. I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at him. I go, I go, dude. I go, dude, we're in the wrong movie. He goes, what? what? I go, I, we're in the wrong movie, man. He's like, oh, let's go to the other theater. I'm like, no. The other theaters are... So, so I finished that movie. Then I went back out with him. I was like... And I went up to the, the shift manager. I said, hey. Hey, uh, uh, what, what, when's the next James Bond starting? He goes, uh... You know, about 10 minutes. I go, what theater? He goes, uh, theater 8. Go to theater 8. I watched the first 45 minutes of it. <laughs> so I watched the movie or a little bit out of order. It's like it's like if uh, Quentin Tarantino had directed James Bond. That's interesting. Uh, very cool. Very experience. I'll bet it was. I'll bet it was. Sorry, what was the question? Uh, who knows? I don't know. I don't remember anymore. Hey, uh, um, sorry. Go ahead, Yak. Another problem I had with this movie is they 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 brought in this new character. Um, I think they said she was Cuban or she's in Cuba and it was uh, the actress Ana de Armas and they brought her in for one scene. She was she was in the the, the publicity, she was on the, 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 the advertisement campaign and she was in the movie for literally like, what would you say, like a seven minute like action scene? Yeah. I'm just... I just don't understand, like, why why bring her in if you're not gonna if you're not gonna use her like more so, than one scene. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they're, they're they, these trailers are gotchas. I mean, sometimes for some movies, the the tr- the trailer scene from a trailer is never in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tricky. I, sometimes I think they have disdain for us. It's just whatever they can do to get us in the seats. I guess. Exactly. You know, it's one of those False things. Advertising. Yeah, I totally agree. Yak, do you want to go through a couple letters? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I got. I always got to chip away at the mailbag. Let's see what we can do. Okay, next letter, dear Tony. I've been married for seven years, and things have been generally pretty good. I did just find out though that my husband has been gambling on sports. Oh Jesus! Which I had no idea this was going on. He has always loved sports and has been really into watching games with his buddies. I thought it was for the love of the sports, but it turns out maybe this gambling aspect of it is what provides the thrill for him. I've asked him how regular is this behavior and how much money he has won or lost doing this. He is a little bit vague with his answers and this has me incredibly worried. Years ago, I had a coworker who lost her whole house unexpectedly when her husband's gambling problem came to light. And uh, am I making a mountain out of a molehill or should I really 
push to get the to the bottom of this. This is from Ellen S. What do you think, Yak? I think she should push to get to the bottom of it, not in like a like a bad way, not in like a, a mad way, more of like a I'm curious way because I don't want this to affect us way. Yeah. You know, don't be don't be a, an angry, agitated wife. Be a, a loving, caring, curious wife. Don't, don't, don't. I, I, don't. I, yeah, I like that, Yak. And I think, now I don't know if you're purposefully going here or not, but what I'm reading in between the lines is that's a very good approach because it's going to put, it's not going to put him on the defensive. If uh-huh. she, it, it, so in other words, she has a better chance of getting to the truth, uh, mm-hmm. which is ultimately what she needs to do. I mean, I will say, Probably my feeling for Ellen is probably it's totally fine. I think, you know, there, I know a lot of guys who, you know, whatever they'll, they'll, they'll bet on a game. I think even, uh, one of our pepperonis. And since I can't remember for sure, I'm just going to leave this person unnamed, but I know guys that'll bet on a game just for fun. I mean, it's not a big deal, but the gambling thing, I will say, when it's a problem, it's one of the most heinous problems. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, it can be really bad, but I like your approach. Don't, but don't freak out. Don't be confrontational. Be laid back about it. But I, but you're right. She does need to get to the bottom of it. Don't give them a reason to lie. That's what I think. There you go. There you go. I th- never bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> now I will say if he has a gambling problem he will lie no matter what so I mean it's I unfortunately I think the way you find out that your spouse has a gambling problem is usually it means something really bad has happened you know I don't know that's just me thank I God mean, if nothing really bad has happened yet I think he might have it a little bit under control. That's what I think too. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would. Yeah. It would be, it sounds like he's just bets on a couple of games with his buddies. It's not a big deal. Is my guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Hopefully so. All right. Next letter. Dear Tony, I heard about your lifetime ban from the you show on Reddit. What the actual heck? But but on the for real, couldn't you just create another Reddit account and get back up there again? What am I missing? No. This is against the Reddit terms of service. Next mailbag letter. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to break any Reddit rules. Uh, thank you for that, Yak. I didn't know that. I mean, it's something I wouldn't do anyway. But, uh, yeah, very good. Just looking out for you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, how do you know the Reddit uh, terms of service so well, Yak? Because it's good to it's good to read up on these things uh, when you're when you're gonna be like uh, streaming on them. Not, not that not that every every streamer should look at them. It's just good to like know like the basics, like like what you can and can't do, just the basic outline. Yeah, have you done any Yak Horseman shows on Reddit that I've missed, or has it been months and months? I've done shows, but I haven't done anything called the Yak Horseman Show like officially. On Reddit, I would you've do done things. This. Uh, I, I I think 
the last one I did had to have been like over a month ago just because I've been so slammed. But I have done them. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, that's cool. Robo says uh, she's sure that Tank also knows about the rules, and I'm sure that's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, before I forget, by the way, I mean, this is totally out of left field. I'm sorry I didn't say something earlier because this just came up. Came up. Um, no show tomorrow. I'm going to be out of town again. Big Diesel's doing a little traveling. So I'll be back Wednesday morning. So no show tomorrow morning. I'll do, I'll get on all the socials and discord and everything and let it remind everyone. But, um, sorry, kind of an impromptu thing. I'm going to be on the road. Okay. Uh, next letter. Yeah. Horseman, dear Tony, I came from a big family. I'm one of seven siblings at a recent extended family reunion. My young, my youngest sister brought her fiance whom none of us had ever met to the party. Oh God should be interesting almost to a last person we all hated this guy aside from the fact <laughs> aside from the fact that he generally seemed like a dud he is the type of person that gets on your nerves more and more over time he has some sort of nervous tick or maybe it's Tourette syndrome he says exactly all the time when i was first introduced to him i shook his hand and he said exactly <laughs> Nice to meet you <laughs> at the dinner table. Exactly. Would you pass the salt? <laughs> oh my God. When asked, what do you do for a living? He says, exactly. I'm in HR. Exactly. Oh God. It's grating on me too. Yak. I, I also, I can't stand this guy. Sometimes he just says exactly by himself out of nowhere for no reason. To try to make a long story short, we all hate this guy. My question is, should we tell our sister to try to save her years of anguish or should we just keep it to ourselves? Uh, this is from Frank from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, did it, did it his sister's fiance? Yes, his sister's fiance. Yep. Huh. Exactly. You know, I, I think I think if she gets him enough to, you know, accept a, or, or give a marriage proposal, I think she has it under control. I don't think, I don't think that's a, a family stepping in thing, and, unless things are different these days, which which they could be. But I think if she's engaged to this this, this fine young, exactly human <laughs> being, um, I think either it's a nervous tick and it just doesn't happen. Um, when they're around or or she understands him mm -hmm. yeah I, I think you're probably right I mean it's always very dangerous especially it's your first time meeting someone mm -hmm. now I don't know maybe she lives far away from the family or who knows what but I, I, I would be real careful to like step in after meeting someone just once I mean if there's a way to maybe be around this person several times, try and try and make contact and form a relationship. Well, then maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of you, you gotta trust your sister's instinct. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, engagement, being a fiance, that's, you know, that's nothing to shake a stick at, right? Uh-huh. 
Robo says Tourette's is way more common than people think. Does that, so does that sound like a Tourette's thing where he says the same? I, I really don't know much about Tourette's and it sounds like he has, it sounds like a nervous tick thing to me, which is maybe that's what Tourette's is. But uh, I'm trying to think, have I known someone that like says the same word over and over? Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Um, I knew a kid in like the seventh grade who had Tourette's. Funniest kid I've ever met. Really? He had a sense of humor like you would not believe. It was he was amazing. Wow, that's fascinating. I heard there's a maybe one or two YouTubers that have Tourette syndrome, and they've just kind of embraced it. And you know, I'm sure that's really helped a lot of people. Like because. It's probably it's one of those things that where they need some education. It's better if the world kind of understands, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, like peanut allergies, right? If the more that kind of people in general are aware that, uh, you know, some kids can have peanut allergy allergies and it's super serious and here's everything about it. It's just better that we all know. Uh -huh. So I don't know. What do I know? Uh, yeah, a funny, funny kid with Tourette's. That's really cool. I respect the kid already, and I don't even know. Yak, what do you have going on today? What else is going on? God, I'm, I might take a nap. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I have, I have a, a couple ideas. I need to, I need to get down on paper. I, I, I don't really do much. On Mondays, Mondays are slow. I, I went into work three hours early yesterday. Oh wow! Um, partially because I was already there, um, seeing James Bond, but partially just because I I'm so bored, man. <laughs> I'm out here fighting for my life. Fighting for your life. <laughs> I, don't know. I just wanted to say it. boredom. <laughs> yep. I I did buy a hoodie though. I did buy a hoodie. <laughs> well, you have no right to be bored, Yak. When you've you've gone out and bought a hoodie and everything, what right have you to be bored? <laughs> I love it. What about you? What, are, what about you, man? What, what, what are your What are your plans this week? Um, I well, as I said, I'm traveling today. I'm I'm gonna leave. I don't know. Hopefully, within the next hour, I'm gonna be on the road. I will be back. Uh, by tomorrow evening. So in between, I'm going to be kind of, you know, off the grid. Left, normally what I like is being left to my own devices, which means like just have complete control over all my time, which normally means sitting around trying to figure out how I can be a better, more popular podcaster or sometimes it's how can I get a lady to love me and notice me? Sometimes I spend a little time on that. Um, I do want to, I want to figure out Twitch yak. I really do. I want you to, I'm probably going to be, um, I'm probably going to be bugging you about that this week. Didn't you say that sometime this week you might have a chance? You might have some time. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't really know my schedule yet, but I, I, I will. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Sorry, alarm just went off. <laughs> um, I was like, what is, what is that? Oh, it's my phone. Um, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll let you know what's my schedule this weekend. I'll, I'll shoot you a message. I'll be like, yo, cool. this is a great time. Awesome. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I like it. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else going on this week? Let's see. I think that's it. Like I said, traveling, which is rare. I don't do a lot of traveling, but uh, yeah, traveling and podcasting. I don't know. That's it. Uh, uh, Sank, you says Tony V is a stealth Casanova. I don't know how stealth it is, really. Sometimes my technique is just, uh, (laughs) it's rather in your face. Sometimes you have to be, you know. Commander Mandar, welcome to the show. Um, Yak, thank you for, I'm super excited. I mean, you made the show card this morning and everything. And uh, I I love it. When you said it to me, I was like, dang, Tony V, that's a skill on those show cards. (laughs) See, I got time on my hands. What can I say? I really should. I've thought for the longest time, I, I ought to just like hire a graphic artist or whatever. But it's like I kind of got addicted to monkeying around myself, which is a it's a horrible use of my time. I think I don't know, may, maybe not, but whatever. I kind of enjoy it. I kind of got hooked on it. Yeah, so, and you're very good at it. I might say. I don't know, man. It's the technology. It's good. Listen, I'm gonna do the dismount. I'm gonna hit the road here before too long. I love all of you people. I like all of you people too. You're good people. Um, it's, I just feel very blessed to be able to do this every morning. Thank you for spending the past hour with me. I will see you again Wednesday morning. No show tomorrow morning. Sorry, I'm going to be out of town. I'll see you Wednesday morning. And until we meet again, Yak wants to remind you of something. Hey, why don't we like exactly like not take any shit from nobody? <laughs> exactly, Yak. I couldn't have said it exactly better than you just did. Thank you, sir. I love you. I'll see you Wednesday morning. Take care.